In this episode of the SPS podcast, we're going to discuss how you create great days. How do you go about actually having rules and foundations in place that allow you to have good days and great days every day? Let's find out. Welcome to the SPS podcast, the self-performance strategies podcast. Unlocking the secrets of self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The goal of this podcast is to help you create even more freedom of time, money, and purpose in your life. And the SPS podcast is brought to you by the 30-Day Pro Accelerator Program. If you want to find out more about that, check the show notes and click the link and head on over to stephentimony.com. Let's get into the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are in episode 24 of the SPS podcast, of the Self-Performance Strategies podcast. Very much having a lot of fun with this, and I hope you are too, and thank you for listening along. As we're heading up to our first quarter century of episodes, that'll be our next episode, episode 25, but currently we're in episode 24, let's not get ahead of ourselves, let's not jump ahead, let's talk about what we're going to talk about in this episode, and that's about how you create great days every day. So a little bit of backstory before we jump in, for many years now I've pulled together a list of rules or guidelines to help me each day, and I look at them most days, or at least, at least once a week. And I update these 12 rules and guidelines every year, depending on how I'm feeling. Now, a core set of about eight or nine of them have stayed the same. They are systems I lean on. They are key reminders for me. They help me stay anchored to who I am, what I want to do, how I want to show up mentally, emotionally, physically. And when I first actually built these, they really helped me. Like back years ago, one of my rules was around drinking alcohol, which I know I no longer have that as a rule. It was around only drinking alcohol around people who I trust. Because I used to go out and party a lot and drink with strangers and I used to go out and do all these different things. But that was like five, six, seven years ago. Now I drinking alcohol, I don't even do that. So it's not even part of my rules. So the little point here I want to make is I update these rules and these rules will change. But when you actually first bring them into your life, it brings a focus on what's important for you in that moment. And as you know, and as you've seen in your own life, you evolve and you change and your rules will change and you'll have to pivot them. And I just wanted to discuss that before I jump into my 12 rules. And also before we jump into the quote to frame this episode, I want to just put that little reminder in your head that any rules or guidelines or systems that you build today while they are true for you today and they will work for you today, they may not work for you in three months, six months, a year, two years, or three years. So you have to keep coming back to these things and updating them. So think about these 12 rules that I'm going to discuss with you today, the 12 rules that I use as my operating system. And I highly recommend that you should jump onto or into or jump off this podcast and get a journal and write out your own 12 rules and put them somewhere where you can see them every day. But before we go through each of my 12 rules, let me frame this conversation with one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite Stoic philosophers. Actually, my favorite Stoic philosopher, Epictetus. And he said, 
God laid down this law saying, if you want some good, get it from yourself. What a quote. If you want some good, get it from yourself. You are the only person who can create a great day. You control what you can control, and that's your thoughts, your actions, and words, and how you show up. If you're expecting happiness or good things to happen because of external factors, you're going to be in for a very frustrating and disappointing life. So write out your 12 rules after you've listened to this podcast. It could be 14, could be 15 rules, could be five rules. It could be as many or as little as you want. But I highly recommend that if you want good in your life, you start using rules and guidelines to help you create good each day. Because as Epictetus said over 2,000 years ago, if you want some good in your life, you have to get it from yourself. So let's jump in and discuss my first rule. My first rule is the most important rule for me, and that's finding space and time each day to meditate, breathe, and say thank you. I start every single day of mine alone, usually with my dog, actually not, so not 100% alone, but I usually get up, take the dog outside, get him to have a, a pee or two, come back in, feed him, get a pint of water, and then I sit on the sofa and I meditate. But even when I'm outside with the dog for a couple of minutes in the fresh air every day, I'm doing some deep breathing and I'm usually framing my day by saying thank you, putting myself in a state of gratitude. And that has just become a knee-jerk sort of reaction to how I start every single day. Now, when I first started this first rule, it was difficult for me because I wasn't used to it. But now every single day of mine usually starts with me alone in some type of dark room, <laughs> you know, with a little bit of silence and a little bit of personal time. So that's my first rule. And it served me very well because I could dive deeper in and talk about meditation and explain how meditation really changed my life and, and helped me become a little bit more of a rounded and grounded person. But that's a different conversation for probably a more in-depth single episode on meditation. Now, the second rule that I have, which helps me quite a lot on my online social life, is avoid confrontations. Look for ways around by stepping back or asking good questions. A good question can always diffuse a misunderstanding. Now, I wrote this rule years ago because I worked in a fast-paced, commission-based sales environment and I was a leader and there was a lot of internal conflict in that store there was a lot of people arguing over whose sale was whose and whose customer belonged to which salesperson and as a leader I find it difficult sometimes not to get sucked into conflict and not to raise my vibration to the frustration that the staff members or team members were showing when they were in this argument now i I don't work in that environment anymore. I haven't worked in that environment for a good four or five years. But I then went on to obviously starting a YouTube channel and getting a reasonably large Twitter following where I've got about 60,000 followers currently. And I'm also on Medium and LinkedIn and other places. And the internet is a strange place. People will come at you. Now, I can go weeks possibly even months without anything bad happening. But there are sometimes you just get hit pretty hard with negative comments, something that you said, a tweet that you said that will, will 
be reframed by somebody with an agenda or an opinion that doesn't even reflect what you were trying to say, but they'll come at you. And the next thing you know, they'll retweet it and then you'll get hammered on. And when I first started having that happen to me online, it was new. It was a different type of frustration that I had to deal with. And it definitely pissed me off. It definitely frustrated me. But now I, I just ignore it. If I see a negative comment, if I see someone being, you know, a bit of a, a dick, excuse the language, I, I just ignore it. I look for a way around it and the way around most conversations is to either completely ignore the person or if you're speaking to someone in real life and they're being a bit like that, you can just say to them, yeah, you're right, you're right. And that will diffuse the conversation and also piss them off a little bit. <laughs> but the best thing you can do is to avoid confrontation. Now, that's not avoiding tough conversations. Confrontation and tough conversations are two completely different things, especially for anybody who's listening to this who's a leader having tough conversations in your life is essential when you're in relationships when you're a leader just in life in general really so don't get avoiding confrontation mixed up with having tough conversations because tough conversations are essential anyway moving on to my third rule that i have and that is to find room each day to move from walks to full workouts each day there needs to be a release of energy to create more energy. That's a big rule for me. Now, luckily, I have a dog. I have a greyhound, a beautiful guy called Arrow. He's my, one of my favorite things on the planet currently. And I take him out for a walk twice a day. So I get that baseline level of movement. Obviously, I play a bit of football, soccer for American listeners. And I try to go for a walk at least every day. Now, sometimes when I do football practice or other heavier workouts, I don't go for that walk. But I try to walk for about 40 minutes to an hour every single day. And that's a core rule. But I can tell you, when I first wrote that rule years ago, that was more of a wish than an actual rule. It was something that I was trying to install in my life when I wrote that, probably back in 14 or 2014-2015, when I first had that rule in my journal. And it's taken me that many years to actually have that noise. It's just a cornerstone of my life. It's just a, it's just an everyday thing that I do. So some of these rules, when you write them and you create them, they can be goals or things that you're stretching for. But over time, when you keep looking at them, they become embedded in your life and they become cornerstones. And that's really key to have those because they're almost like your values to yourself, your integrity with yourself, your agreement with yourself to do these things. So finding room each day to move, whether that's just walking, doing a little bit of stretching or doing sort of hardcore workouts or going sprinting, very, very important to have some type of exercise every single day. Now, my fourth rule that I have is more of a mental rule. It's a reminder and it is that everything that happens to you, good or bad, is your personal responsibility. 100%. There is no other way. Now, I can tell you in my own life, what I thought was 100% responsibility 10 years ago is different to what I think 100% responsibility is today. But 10 years ago, when I first wrote this rule and started thinking about this rule and having life rules, I tried to take as much responsibility as possible, but emotional barriers, mental barriers, maybe didn't allow me to be as responsible as I should have been. You know, responsible for my actions, my thinking. I was still relying on old modes of 
reacting to things, patterns, thinking about things, which was kind of avoiding taking full responsibility. But now, definitely understand this a lot more than I did when I first wrote this rule. Uh, and it's going to be the same for you. When you say to yourself, I'm going to take 100% responsibility, that's great. But what you think is 100% responsibility today will be different to what you think 100% responsibility is in, in five years or 10 years. And, that, and that's just the way it is. We grow, we evolve as people. And that's why this rule has always stayed in my rule book because you're constantly growing and evolving and you're constantly understanding the scope of what your responsibility is. You're really getting deeper into who you are and you're actually taking on more responsibility and more responsibility. So I am a lot more responsible in my life this year than I was last year, than I was the year before that, the year before that. But I've been at those points always thinking that I was 100% responsible. I hope that makes sense. But this is a key idea that you need to lean into and keep repeating and coming back to and growing and taking on more and more responsibility if you want to have a great day, if and if you want to have a successful life. Now, the fifth rule that I have for my days to create great days is to look for, follow, and find momentum. Action creates more action. Follow that flow. This is a reminder to me to follow things that are working, to find flow in my days, to do things that allow me to do more things. One thing that can happen quite a lot if you're struggling to grow, if you're struggling with your self-performance, is that you lack momentum. And without momentum, you're going to get pulled into the distraction. You're going to go on TikTok, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or even Twitter, and other places, and you're going to scroll, and you're going to look for things, and you're just going to, you're just going to waste hours and hours and hours of time. But when you're looking for momentum, when you're looking for flow, when you see things that work in your life and you use them as a cornerstone for instance if i'm having a bad day and i'm halfway through the day i might lean on meditating which goes back to rule one i might lean on journaling which also kind of goes back to rule one about creating space in my day and then i have a reset and that allows me to create momentum because you have that reset you write down some ideas ideas in your journal you have a little bit of a, a breathing exercise, a little bit of a breathing break, and then you're able to create momentum into some positive actions in your life, and then you follow that flow. Now, I still write this down in my life because this is a rule that I don't think I fully grasped yet, if that makes sense, because I still get stuck. I, I get pulled into my mental thinking. I get pulled into my brain. I get pulled into getting frustrated. I get pulled into thinking negatively. And as soon as you get pulled into that type of thinking, you are pulling yourself away from momentum. So this idea, this rule five, looking for and finding momentum and creating actions that create more actions, while I'm 100% better at it than I was years ago, it's still an area that I feel like I could definitely improve on. Now, the sixth rule that I have to create great days is to protect your growth mindset and to live in gratitude. Every situation provides you with a chance to grow, learn, and adapt. This leans in a little bit to my journaling practice. Anytime something negative happens, anytime that I hit a brick wall, to take a step back and look at that situation and ask good questions about it. You know, what, what did I learn from this? How did I end up in this situation? How can I adapt and not have the situation happen again? 
And that's protecting your growth mindset. Anytime that you get sucked into a difficult situation during your day and you start complaining and moaning and thinking that you know it's everything's hard and, and you become a victim, you are moving away from your growth mindset. And that's why it's really important when you're trying to create great days is to look at every situation and look at it as a chance to grow, a chance to learn, and a chance to adapt. So that's a, another very important rule to creating fantastic days. Rule number seven, very important rule for me in creating great days is to read, learn, and grow each day. Just don't leave your growth to life experiences. Find good sources of knowledge to consume daily. This is really important. Again, I'm always trying to read something, listen to something, write something every single day, and that's a key rule. I can't remember the last time I haven't written a tweet or journaled, read something, listened to a podcast. I, I, it must be years since the last day I did absolutely nothing. I know when it comes to Twitter, I think I've tweeted every day for well over two years. It could possibly be three years. I've got a tweet up since at least 2019. I've been tweeting every day. So that's something where I have done something where I'm reading, learning, growing, or creating content. And I'm finding good sources to to consume knowledge because to write those tweets, I have to consume knowledge. And often I will read a little bit of a book, I'll, I'll watch a YouTube video, I'll read somebody else's content and get some ideas. So to create, you have to consume, but you should realistically now, you know, being honest, you, you should be creating about 80% more than you're consuming 80-20 rule there. Yes, 20% consumption is fantastic, but 80% of your time should be on creating writing, making podcasts, you know, tweeting, blog posts, videos, whatever that is. If you're currently listening to this right now and you are not creating 80% of your time, you need to switch that up in my opinion. Rule number eight is another essential one and, and one I'll, I'll spend a little bit of time on because it's one that's really, really taken off in the last 18 months for me is talking with yourself in a journal can improve your day even if it's just a sentence, write something down daily. Now, this is huge for me, this rule, because years ago, years ago when I first got into my personal development journey, my self-performance journey, I um, I struggled with journaling. I, I've got journals from 2012, 13, 14, 15, that are like a quarter full or, or half full or three quarters full, depending on the year. I even have a journal from like, I think 2017 and 18, which was like a nice... Uh, moleskin journal but it was two years in one in one journal and, that, and that's how often I was journaling now this year alone I have completely filled one moleskin large moleskin journal and I'm halfway through another one I'll probably get to the end of two full moleskin journals by the end of this year just for this year alone and this has been the most significant year for my growth mentally emotionally and physically ever it's been my best year by a stretch and I really put that down to journaling. I put that down to serious daily and weekly journaling. It really is essential. Now, I journal twice a day, most days, but it's usually just for five minutes at nighttime. Sometimes I'll journal a bit longer because I've got something I wanna brain dump. I've got something I want to discuss with myself. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do that. But most days I'm journaling for about five, 10 minutes in the morning just reflecting on what, what I'm doing today, writing down some ideas, and then in the evening, it's the same thing, just doing a little bit of reflection. 
But what that does is it really keeps you in line and on track with your goals. It really keeps you tied to what you actually want to do in your life. And you end up getting a lot more done because when you write down, you know, the start of one week, I want to get X, Y, and Z done. And by the end of that week, you haven't done X, Y, and Z. You're like, oh, I better get that done. So you get it done because you've got that integrity with yourself. Now, years ago when I was journaling, I'd write down, oh, I'd love to get X, Y, and Z done in September. And then I'd get into October and I'd be like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about X, Y, and Z because I wrote it in a journal, closed the journal, didn't look at the journal again for a month. So journaling really will help you move the needle forward more rapidly in your life. And I'm a living proof of that. It worked in my life and it continues to work in my life. So yeah, this is my five-star recommendation to journal every day because it's a thousand percent worth it. You will not regret it at all. Okay, moving on to the ninth rule, which is a big rule for me currently. This is a newer rule that I actually installed this year and it's really kicked in this month because I, I've, I've agreed something for the, for this month going to the end of the year rule number nine you don't always need to have your phone with you disconnect daily your brain will thank you now I have a couple of accountability partners in my life and I have agreed not to post or go on TikTok or Instagram for the rest of 2022 I'm also not going to watch any TV shows or movies for the rest of 2022 now, I do most of that on my phone because I have Netflix on my phone. I have TikTok on my phone, Instagram on my phone. So I have actually removed them all from my phone. I also don't take my phone out with me on dog walks. Now, I do take my phone with me when I go for my self-walk because I usually listen to an audiobook. But right now, as I'm doing this podcast, my phone is in a drawer and on airplane mode. I am testing this to the extreme for the rest of 2022 because i actually think the phone notifications tiktok instagram even twitter to a certain extent linkedin medium all on your phone dumb shit if you're working at a desk for most of the day like i do i have access to twitter medium linkedin and all the all the sites that i want to put content on i have access to them on my desktop and on my laptop so why would I want them on my phone? Why do I even need them on my phone? I don't. I don't need my phone with me. I don't need my phone on. And that is a key rule for me for the rest of this this year. And that's really going to help me create great days. Because I'm about a week and a half, two weeks into not watching any TV shows or movies. And I can tell you, I've not been on TikTok for over seven or eight days. I've not watched any TV for seven or eight days and I haven't watched a movie for two weeks. And my content creation has gone up. My thinking's better. My journaling's improved. My tweets, I think, have improved. Uh, I think that the likes, uh, probably, uh, if I'm going back and looking at them, are up. Uh, my follows are up. So not having my phone around me and disconnecting daily is already showing significant, significant improvements in such a short time period of time so let's move on to the 10th rule the 10th rule is a cool rule it's not a mental rule uh, this is a rule that i really truly believe in always look for ways to give back and share all boats rise from the incoming tide this is a rule that i try to use when i'm online when i'm on twitter when i'm on linkedin or other 
social media platforms that I engage in is I'm trying to support other creators, people who are in groups with me, and to make sure that I'm giving props when I see it online and to support other people. If anybody DMs me or if anybody uh, sends me a question, I'm always there to try to support them where I can. Because at the end of the day, life is about helping other people succeed. And that's part of my goal with the SPS podcast. This is why I do this. I love sharing ideas. These, these are my 12 rules for my life and they could very well help you if you want to build your own rules. And I think that life gives to the giver. And I try to be a giver uh, as much as I can. And I do truly believe that all boats rise from the incoming tide. So when you improve yourself, you are naturally going to help others around you improve. But it helps also that if you want to sort of put your hand out and, and help people as well and pull them up where you can. We're all in this together. So why not help everybody around you succeed? There's no harm in it at all. And that's why rule 10 is really important to me. Now, right, rule 11, getting to the back end of the 24th episode of the SPS podcast as I go through my 12 rules to create great days. Rule 11 is to live from the heart. Think with the head, but trust your gut. Listen to your int intuition, and you can tap into this more by following rules 1, 3, 7, and 8. <laughs> so my 11th rule is to refer back to my other rules. It's kind of a stupid rule, uh, uh, and I'll not spend too much time on it. But it is just a reminder that the more that I connect through meditation, journaling, quiet time, exercise, not having my phone around me, the more that I actually can live from my heart, the more that I actually can live from my source, and I'm not in that sort of squiggly, noisy brain, squirrel brain in the mind where you're jumping from thing to thing. Because the way I the way I look at it is when my brain is noisy, it's kind of I've got a sort of everything's up in my head and it feels like a squiggle. But when you go and breathe and you do some breathing exercises and you journal and you go for a walk, you start thinking from your heart. You can actually feel it in your body. You can feel your thinking remove from your head and a corner of your mind as it sinks down from your body. You can actually feel like the thoughts are coming from a more intuition based or intentional based or more true part of your body the energy is coming from a different part i feel like when the energy is all up in the brain that that's not good that you don't want to make, make decisions you don't want to spend your day up in that sort of squiggly noisy part of your brain i hope that makes sense and that's why it's really important to live from the heart and to use some of the other rules that i've discussed to allow yourself and, uh, and allows me to connect with who I truly am and connect with what I like to call the source. It's like my, some people might call it the edge, uh, some people might call it God, some people might call it the universe. It's that energy. It's that part of you that when you actually sit down and, and you meditate or you, you pray or you spend time alone, you can actually feel that energy coming from your chest and your heart. And, that, and that's a true the true energy to take action from that that's the true place to take action from and that's why that rule is in there to remind me to do that which is good and then finally rule number 12 which is a huge one it's a huge one for creating fantastic days and that is to protect your morning routines your evening routines and your sleep yeah sleep is your number one asset it really is if you're not getting seven eight hours of sleep you're not going to be able to perform at top levels if you want to increase your productivity your performance your sales your results your ability to connect with people go from six hours to sleep to eight hours a week and if that's the only thing you do you will see positive returns in all the key metrics in your life 100 percent guaranteed protect 
your sleep, protect your energy, and have strong routines before and after it. So I have a good evening routine where I don't look at screens for a good 30 minutes to an hour before going to sleep. And in the morning, same thing. I don't typically look at screens until about 40 minutes to an hour after I have got up. But that's usually get up, drink water, meditate, do a little bit of journaling. Usually between 30 and 40 minutes is the length of time before I jump on and actually start looking at screens so that's why it's really important to protect your morning routines, your evening routines, and your sleep. And that's a big, big rule, huge rule. And as I said, if that's the only thing you do with the rest of your life, you will have a better life if you have good sleep, good morning routines, and a good evening routine. Those alone are fantastic cornerstones for a fantastic day and a fantastic life. If you build your 12 daily rules and when you look back on your rules, you frame your mind to show up the way that you want to show up each day. You end up taking actions that are aligned with the best version of, it, of yourself, like the future version of yourself, like who you want to be. Because when you're writing out these rules, these rules are really the person that you think that you should be each day, which is usually a future version of ourselves. Because a lot of my rules, when I write them, I might be doing them 60, 70, 80% of the time. Some of them I'm doing 100% of the time. But there's a couple of rules in there, like I discussed, I haven't got 100% down yet. So they're like a future version of myself. They're, they're goals that I aspire to, but they're rules that I want to make foundational rules in my life. My challenge for you now is to go out and write out 10, 12, 13, 14 rules for yourself and put them somewhere in your journal that you can read them every day and start creating these foundations in your life, these bumpers in your life. So each day you can know exactly how to turn up, know exactly what you need to do because there is a version of you inside you that wants to be better but you have not been specifically clear about how that version of you needs to show up daily. And that's where these life rules will come in to help you create fantastic days and help you become the person who you know you want to become. Thank you very much for joining me for the 24th episode of the SPS podcast. I appreciate you listening to me and these episodes. If you have any questions at all, please send me a DM at Steve Timoney. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, that's at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. Actually, scrap the TikTok and the Instagram because I won't be on them for the rest of this year. So if you have anything, send me one on Twitter at S-T-E-V-E-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. Steve Timoney on Twitter. Or you can slide on over to my website, which is S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-I-M-O-N-E-Y. com. You can check out all the rest of my podcast episodes there and my blog posts but once again thank you very much for joining me for this episode hopefully we'll see you in the next one or at least you'll hear me in the next one make it a good one and have a fantastic day cheers